Hello weebs, new and old, and welcome to Gateway to the Anniverse, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice through the weird, wide and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me as anime. always is the man who doesn't know his... Rem- <laughs> it's the anime, anime expert. I'm the anime expert. Oh, that's, that's it, that's the intro for this week. How are you this week, Will? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. How are you, Sam? Uh, good, apart from messing up anime... <laughs> Anime, yeah. anime, anime, sure anime. Right? How many vowels can I do? Um, yeah, so this is the show where we do three of three. We watch the first three episodes of a given anime by Sam, and um, we discuss three questions uh, towards the end of this episode after dissecting the show. Um, and we decide pulling it to pieces, pulling it to pieces, and decide <laughs> as if it was a zombie devouring its prey. And um, we des- we decide whether it's worthy of getting into the universe, which is this mythical land we created that is a- where noobs can f- feel um, I don't know, feel fearless of joining us in the anime community. Um, yeah. That's uh, that's what, I like that's that what you, we do. We've developed so far now that you're saying we as an anime community, you feel like you're part of it here now. That we, was a slip of the tongue. Fully... That was a Freudian slip. That's not true <laughs> at all. I I am well outside, especially with this show. And um, this week, Sam, we are looking at High School of the Dead. Yes, uh, this week we are looking at High School of the Dead, uh, a 2010 anime based on the manga of the same name, ri- written and illustrated by the duo Daisuke Sato and Shoji Sato, with no relation, it seems, from what I could pull up. Uh, it's animated by the legendary Studio Madhouse, who have brought us other classics like One Punch Man, Black Lagoon, Tatami Galaxy, and of course... Hunter Hunter. In High School of the Dead, we follow a group of high school students forced to survive in a suddenly very apocalyptic Japan as a zombie pandemic spreads across the country. Uh, unfortunately, the manga does remain unfinished uh, as the author Daisuke Sato unfortunately died in 2017, uh, leaving no room for sequels or adaptations. Uh, so it is a pretty much a one and done here with it being 12 episodes and one OVA. Uh, to oh. tell this beautiful, uh, introspective and deep story about what it means to truly be human uh, when faced with these <laughs> un- insurmountable odds. The, the sarcasm is real. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, this this is an interesting one. Um, there's, it, it, I've got very mixed emotions about this entire show. It reminds, it's got a lot of um, Danganronpa vibes um Ooh. with the artistry and the colors and stuff but then that sketchy etchy man that dude unnecessary <laughs> over the top sketchy etchy is just intense it, it, when i when i first searched this show it was like it said it it was an 18 label i was like okay so it's going to be pretty gruesome um but it's not just mm. the violence that make it and <laughs> make it oh, 18 no. warranted <laughs> it's um <laughs> I, I went full horror mode with this. I was like, right, it's an 18. It's a zombie apocalypse. I turned out the lights. I got it on the monitor. And oh. I was like, right, we're going to, we're going to try and uh, really get into this world. Um, and the third, the opening scene is pretty it, with, with the sort of, um, cutaways to the zombies and stuff. It's quite jump yes. scary. 
Um, mm. We start we start in media res, don't we? And we see this just like really peaceful, beautiful, composited shots of these like school vistas and the cherry blossoms, the sucker falling, and then it's just like yeah, <laughs> before cutting to like the that first kind of big action sequence of them running across the roof. Yeah. Um, but you mentioned up top, and I think we need to address this early on, okay? Because it's going <laughs> to pervade every aspect of the rest of the three episodes mm. um there's a lot of sketchy etchy here there's a lot of very suggestive angles shots <laughs> bouncing oh my god <laughs> it is ridiculous it is completely unnecessary i paused this at multiple times and just shouted at the screen just like why 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 are you doing this there's no <laughs> need for this right now like the story's compelling enough you do not need this um that level of gratuitous erotic angles the fight like there's there's parts when they're fight full-on fighting brawls with zombies and then it just cuts to panty shot like what is the yep. what is the point that i'm pretty sure we see a zombie's panties at one point when when someone gets yep. pushed over um and the panties of somebody as they're getting devoured on the stairs as yes. well so yeah <laughs> it's this very very harsh juxtaposition of this insane amount of gore and violence mixed in with just this rampant over-sexualization of every female character. And it pretty much just is, at this point, the female characters. Yes. Because of the male characters that we have, uh, one gets killed off immediately. Yeah. The other has a shirt on the whole rest of the time, but is a bit of a bit of a pretty boy, but that's it mm. as far as fan service for him goes. And the other is constantly called a fat bastard by the <laughs> rest yeah. of the cast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um it's it's very one one way this uh, se- uh sexy etchy uh, etchy sketchy sketchy etchy whatever we call it now um i don't i don't i don't think I, what annoys horrendously off putting for you yes yeah absolutely it was i'm i'm not a, i'm not a prude or anything but it it was just it just didn't warrant it there was no need for it and it was so mm. it was basically hentai it was so detailed it like had the curves of everything it wasn't just a panty <laughs> shot it was you know detailed sort of sketchy mm. you can see like the, the bumps of the nipples and everything not that one been the the nurse and the nurse every time she moves is that boy sound yeah i mean oh it's the sailor moon everyone funny though for her she yeah She's just got the, the the whole thing going on the the bim bonus the the sort of ditzy the airhead yeah um and and the bedoing doings to go with it um damn she's thick <laughs> and that's the same with the, with the main with the main character or, or the side ca- Ray is it Ray Ray um, yeah she's she's a com- asana but with much larger right? assets right but she predates asana. Yeah, but Asana, at least in terms least, of the yeah. uh, anime. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I mean, I did, I did write that. I was like, oh, Asana's in this. That's that's good to know. Asana's here, but she's got two big antennas so she can yes. detect the uh, yeah, she, the zombies she, around her. <laughs> all right, so the two things here. First of all, the character design. Um, you often mm. talk about like a good character design. You'll be able to tell from their silhouette. Surely that doesn't apply yeah. to like shows like this where they're just generic. Because like, I, I you wouldn't be able to tell these characters. You might be able to tell her with her antennae, but like. Yeah, with he, the antenna, but then him. What's most what, of the other ones could called, be? Um, oh, Takeshi, Takeshi, the most bland yeah. shonen protagonist you've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> he's like he's literally like the the go to copy paste. Okay, we need 
uh, a shouty boy hero character who's <laughs> like looks kind of cool, but so that people can project onto him, but not uh, too cool. Otherwise, he'd be too in- indistinct. So he's like the 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 tall, yeah. black uniform, black hair. That's it, and like that's about as note as his person, his design goes at the very least, because all of the attention in terms of designing characters has gone onto the girls. Yes. And we get our, just our, our group of, we get big mommy milkers nurse. Yes. We get, uh, big mommy milkers asana with antenna. Yeah. And we get big mommy milkers sundere in, uh, what's her name? Tagaki? Tagaki? Uh, Tagaki, yeah. Ta- Tagaki? Yeah. yeah. Um, pink haired yeah. bitch. Um, pink haired ponytail girl. Yes. Oh, there. Oh, and then of course, also big mommy milk is Sayako. <laughs> Because all of their breasts are as big as their heads. Because this this is a show that did, doesn't understand the concept of flat is justice. <laughs> or the concept of subtlety. And in, in or window, good woman's anatomy. Like, yeah, or good woman characters. <laughs> um, I mean, okay, there are some well, all right characters, but Ray... And some the, good character moments as well. But Ray is a, 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 atrocious. She is not a good character. She has no... Mm substance she is just this damsel in distress that needs to like i I just don't understand she's so dumb in this in the in these three episodes like the first the first bit when the best friend dies and best friend gets eaten and she's there hugging him and like he stands up as a fully fledged zombie and she's there like what's wrong look he's he's special he's 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 okay it's, I love that sequence when Taka, uh, Takashi's there and he's like, you can, he's dead behind the eyes. He's like, he knows what he's got to do. And it's just like, get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to beat my best friend's like skull in with a bat. And then she's like, oh, you just, you enjoyed that because you, you basically, you, you're jealous of him. You just, because we, we were dating and you, you've always wanted to be with me and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm going to go crack some skulls. Be right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Raise a bit like her shift around you can kind of see like because it's so traumatic and she like flies through those stages of grief super quickly like and then it's just her relying on takashi for the rest of it and she like she's shown to have proficiency in in combat she's part of like the spear club which is like it's an actual uh sport club um that sounds a bit lethal. (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like a it's similar to like kendo. It's like a martial art form. Yeah. Speaking of kendo, we've got kendo girl who um, kicks uh-huh. ass. Uh-huh. She- Sa- uh, Psycho? I don't know. I just called her kendo girl. So um, S- Psycho. Yeah. Psycho? Uh, S-A-E-K-O. I'm pretty sure it's it's either Psycho or yeah. Psycho. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's Psycho. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, it fits. I mean, that little smirk she gives <laughs> when all the... <laughs> she's so badass but then how is she doing so much damage is isn't she just using a kendo sword uh, it's not a kendo sword she's using uh it's got uh, it's it's the same kind of sword that rio used in shaman uh, king it's like an actual, it's a solid solid wooden sword used wooden for practice stick. sparring yeah, yeah but it's, it's like it's a hard solid stick. versus it being a kendo sword which is like yeah strings of bamboo that go together yeah okay that that makes more um, sense I, did, I mean it didn't look like a kendo sword but i was just curious as to where she got it if it wasn't a kendo sword because mm. she emphasizes that she is this kendo um i don't know 
Muster. Muster, yeah. 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 She's like the, so yeah, so she's our kind of long black haired, uh, badass, like seemingly emotionless badass. We've got the damsel in distress. We've got Takashi who, to be fair to him, he's quick to react and he's got a bit of, I like that he, kind of assesses the situation early enough to be like right we're going and that kind of gives him the head start to get to the roof how does he how did this dude learn to fight though there's moments in this where he goes proper like martial arts badass on the zombies does he the, the, most of right. it seems to just be just he runs and he swings okay but there no there's one scene right i think it's episode it's mm. when they're getting on the bus and the guy the zombie comes from behind oh, yeah him. Goes to chomp down. He reaches behind he him like, without it looking. The zombie bites onto the baseball bat and he the flips him bat, over his shoulder <laughs> into the next, into the other zombie. I was like, blimey. This is some Jedi Kid, like, mastery. Yeah, dude learns quick, man. You've got to adapt to survive in the zombie apocalypse. And this kid's <laughs> just been true. waiting for it. Yeah, he's Speaking very Speaking of kids who've been waiting for a chance to... Uh, <laughs> Shine. To... <laughs> We've got uh, Hirano, who is a school shooter waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> is he the guy with the nail gun the fat fat kid yeah yeah he's he's awesome he's great and like the um so him, him he gets paired up early doors with takagi who's the pink haired um sundere character who just like she's constantly just like shouting abuse at hirano and like saying oh come on you fat bastard come with me we've got to like do whatever but she's clearly done it because she understands that he could be useful. So she's got the plan of, right, I'll grab the guy who, kn- who knows everything about guns, this gun otaku, and then I'll give him the gear to oh, you hopefully reckon? build one himself. I didn't get mm-hmm. that character um, motivation at all. I thought I thought she was playing this, um, like, uh, almost like a broken household ha- household situation where she was, she was kind and sort of considerate underneath. She was looking out for this guy, but the way she did that was mm. through verbal abuse and everything mm. because that was her only sort of outlet. She just sort of was like, you know, called him a fat bastard all the time. Um, but either way, she adopts this mm. fat kid and he, he he has some of the only bits of comic relief in this entire thing. Um, yeah. Which, and he, he executes <laughs> them brilliantly. Uh, really good. Yeah. Because he, like, he's this timid crying guy who's doing all these like if he was by himself he would have made the same mistakes as other characters whereas Takagi's very pragmatic and goes look if you go to this the student uh the staff room mm. that's where everybody else has gone seconds later a zombie bursts out and kills the kids oh what's the point in calling the police what's the point in calling the uh self-defense force like that's not going to happen unless the dragon pilots fly by and and save the day <laughs> like yeah yeah they mentioned <laughs> the, if- the defense the defense uh person force force defense force again mm. um which is a bit of a coincidence considering we've just been exposed to that last episode yeah it's a nice quinky dink but yeah he's this like timid uh person who would have died but the second that he gets a gun in his hand he gets this like manic look on his face oh, it's and like yeah. he's really intense it's so funny it's so funny and then he's like this soft little baby when he turns to uh takagi and he's like oh yeah because she says it. she says something I can't remember what she says, but he turns to her and you think he's going to snap. You think he's going to turn into this absolute badass. And he, it, 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 it does, but it's not here. And he's just sort of, yeah, it's got that, those like, um, speed lines. He goes all evil eyed and then it just cuts back to him being a little, uh, um, sweetie and, uh, saying little, pretty little please sweetie. or something. I, th- I think, yeah, I think he tells her to go with her or something. And she's like, oh yeah, Why would like, I can you put you? the things in the bag? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty please. <laughs> Undergo Shimas. Um oh. 
and and he uh, and he asks her like why are you with me and she, i think she says because i'm such a nice person um or she doesn't <laughs> dub anyway um which was fun um speaking of which uh i um had a bit of problem sailing the high seas with this one. Um, it really, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it crashed the computer at one point. So I was like, um, oh. I'm just going to pay for Funimation. So I, I now subscribe to Funimation. <gasps> um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm on the free trial at the minute, so we'll see how it goes. But you know what else is on Funimation? And this goes into a bit of slice of life. Naruto. Oh. oh, no. So I, I watched three episodes, the next three episodes of that last night. Um, and the next three episodes okay. are much better than the first three. I oh, mean, they're so much better. I, I, I don't know whether having um, three gins and me at that point as well sort of helped, <laughs> but it um, helped you out with it. They were much better than the first three. Um, and isn't what's the name of the trainer dude that trains the three? Kakashi. Is that the same name as the main character here? No, that's t- Takashi. No, this is we've got Takashi here. Right. Okay. Takashi. Right. Is the I'd, sensei. Okay, that's fine. I thought they had the same name and then i was like that's a really weird coincidence if i'm watching this right after watching that show um and then i thought i've got another question what's the deal with character names because like obviously i have no idea about the japanese culture but in western media you're sometimes Mm -hmm. sometimes characters will have really unique sort of made up names by whoever's created the piece of media and other times you'll have really generic names that fit all sorts of characters and you have sort of like everywhere in between as well but like yeah do you know what i mean like some some shows and some things have really unique character names what what's the situation here are we are we likely to see these names in day-to-day japan or are we yeah so with um shows like this where it's kind of it's based in a high school it's based in japan pretty much everybody's name will be just a maybe a common name that you can find within uh japanese culture and japanese names can take on a number of different meanings, whether uh, depending on the kanji that they're written with. So authors like to give characters names that might reflect an aspect of their personality or an aspect of their design. So in Naruto, you have Sakura, who is named Sakura after the flower petals and also because pink is like a main feature of her design. Um, whereas here, it's just kind of their names, Takashi, uh, Ta- uh, Takagi and Rei, etc., are kind of your more common grounded real people yeah. names okay mm. oh that's cool yeah see see this is why we come to this show because uh we learn things um i can ask whatever <laughs> i need uh all right then cool so what about um the op oh an absolute utter 100 percent banger yeah i adore this song it's so it's good. so good it's very rock and roll it's it it reminds me and i know we mentioned the show in recent episodes but it reminds me of the misfits opening um yes it's very sort of chaotic at the beginning and it just sort mm. of kicks in with this heavy drum and uh guitar uh like introduction and it's uh yeah it gets you pumped it's a, it's a, it gets your blood absolutely pumping yeah ready for anything <laughs> all kinds of pumping <laughs> yeah again there's so much hentai in the animation like oh yeah like there's a lot of sketchy actually even from the very start with the op you get like these you get these cool character like portraits that kind of flare up initially yeah. and, like in this kind of pop arty style but then there are there's so many gratuitous panty shots and like rolling over and there's just the the nurse's entire exposed ass just there <laughs> like it's just, it's I letting you know it. right from the beginning <laughs> 
right from the beginning what kind of a show yeah. it is. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it does, yeah. it, the OP's never, it, it doesn't hit straight away. So it's, you say right from the beginning, you have to watch a few minutes mm. to get to that. Um, and I think the first, the first yeah. thing we get is when, um, Asana, uh, OP, yeah, the Asana, original Asana falls down on the stairs and we get a look yeah. at her panties for too long as yep. well and unnecessarily so. Um, yeah, I, I just, I don't know whether we'll get over that sketch. It's, uh, as, as, as uh, ignoring the sketch, I enjoyed yeah. the show. I thought it was yeah, good. Yeah, there's a, and there's a lot to to compliment about it as well. Like even from the in the OP as well we see a lot of really good animated cuts. Like there's a moment where uh the nurse sings along to the actual song and it's done in like really high detail like the actual lip movements match the words that she's singing. Um and all and pretty much all of the action beats throughout uh all three episodes. Mm. Um I think work really well and are visually dynamic and have this real sense of weight and like disgusting violence to them. What we've not done, we've talked about the characters, we've talked about the OP. Um, do you want to briefly go over what happens? Oh, right. Yeah. Like a play by play for these three episodes. Yeah. So, um, we meet our characters right, like right in the heart. We don't, I like that this show doesn't really go into how everything sort of started straight away. It's just boom, straight into the action. There's a zombie apocalypse. We all know it. Um, I, yep. one of my favorite films growing up and I know it's one of yours as well. I think Shaun of the Dead. Um, there's Shaun of the Dead. There's got red on you. There's so many Shaun of the Dead vibes with this. And because that's like my go to, obviously it's a zombie comedy. So it's not like it's a, it's a, yeah. it's a parody. It's a spoof, but, um, there's so many tropes that you can sort of see in this, um, that always remind me of that. Um, and like, like the bit when the zombie, when, when his best friend wakes up again, or I think, I think it's the teacher. It's the very first bit person who gets bit, bitten through the gate and the, te- yep. the, the, the turn, the guy dies on the ground and he, he, he then comes back to life and his eyes are all gray and the teacher's leaning over him. And says, oh, it's okay. He's fine. It's that realization. No, he's clearly not, not fine. He's definitely not fine. And then she gets like a chunk taken out of yeah. her, but not before he pulls her top down. <laughs> Yeah, true. Yes, yes. He grabs the top. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, so the zombie apocalypse hits this school, and the our main characters then go on. It's it's a survival mission where they have to. They end up in the first three episodes, working their way through the school, picking up some more kids, and um, eventually breaking out of the school, getting in a minivan, and going on the journey. And we leave it with the minivan abandoning our two main protagonists. Um, mm. because they freaked out. The girl freaked out. And again, this is why I hate her character because she blames the main dude. She blames our boy, uh, what's he called again? Taka- Takashi. Taka- Takashi. Um, she blames him for letting the creepy dude on the bus. She's like, I told you you'd regret yeah. it, but you never told him why. She never tells him why he's yeah. going to regret it. She basically says, don't let him on. We don't have to let him on. You'll regret letting him on. Which is kind of super dark like oh yeah considering like, yeah like like these guys are running towards the bus at, like begging for help and she goes don't let him on yeah like, ray what the fuck yeah i mean especially seeing as he's one out of about six and the rest are just mm. innocent kids really um yeah she's she, again she's just not really putting any context there like there might be genuinely hor- horrific reasons, reasons for him being there and you can but tell it, she doesn't make it clear you can tell that he's a creepy dude but 
Yeah. She's, I mean, he kicks that kid in the face. She, he does kick. Which nobody saw? I think, yeah, everyone was occupied. <laughs> um, <laughs> everyone was, attention was elsewhere, but he does it very blatantly. Um, yeah, it's right. And it's just this kid, I've sprayed my ankle. Soz, bang, then, smashes this kid's face in. And then we get the jock on the bus who hates our main oh, dude God. for some reason. Yeah, again, which isn't very clearly explained, but it's enough to cause some tension. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a good, that's a good summary of what kind of kicks off in those first few episodes. Um, I think it's a, a quite a nice contained mini arc in the school escape and this, the tension get, kind of gets set up with the party being split. Yeah. Any zombie film tv thing where the party has to split themselves up you know that some like bad stuff is going to go down so i think it's a it's a good hook to keep it entertaining because yeah go on i was just going to say at that point when they split is the other comedic moment of this with the biker helmet dude oh, and the child yeah with his teeth where it's just that dude that that biker zombie, I, I was, I cheered when he turned up. So I was like, yeah, biker zombie. <laughs> and then it just like with full force, just brains Takashi. I'm like, how is that kid standing? Yeah. <laughs> he just took like, cause they mention how, str- so the zombies in this setting, which I, I thought was a really good bit of world building in a way of like, uh, this is something that, um, Takagi is kind of like, this is what she's involved in doing. She figures out how the zombies can sense. So in this setting, yeah. it's typical zombies. You get bitten, you die, you come back, and you, your goal is to consume. Shaun of basically. the Dead Zombies. Shaun of the Dead Zombies. And these zombies, um, as uh, Takagi finds out at uh, early doors with uh, Hirano, is that they don't respond to touch. No. They respond to sound. They can't, they can't see either. So... Um, and there's a, there's a brilliant moment that, that got a chuckle out of me when, uh, Psycho is walking down the corridor with the nurse and she's just like prodding these zombies in the chest into the walls, just out, <laughs> like batting them out of the way, not killing them, just removing yeah. them from her path. Because yeah. unless they know where you are, they're not a threat. And they use that to like brilliant effect, I think, at the end of episode three, when, uh, Takashi has his big, I'm going to go and, check to see if they actually can't see me and he stands in the middle and all the music's gone really quiet and the zombie walks right at him and right past him and they all then start to like sneak away yeah i think it's good it's interesting and those kind and i like the extra wrinkle of like they can't see they can only hear it makes it a bit more um it gives you more that you can do and problem solve with than something like say 28 days later where the zombies can see hear smell and, and sprint like after you yeah um yeah no i like that i thought it was um i I thought they took time and effort over um deciding what was actually going to happen that that scene when he creeps down the stairs um is a really good scene um it's really Mm. well done it's timed right you know they don't they don't build it up too much but it's still got that level of uncertainty there is a definite sense of tension being built yeah um and then that and then dickhead bangs his thing oh. you know it's coming like you uh, yeah e- everyone can see it coming it's not a surprise to anyone but you and it's but it's still like oh you twat why the you idiot why the hell and it's like it's that it's that ringing and it's that moment of just like everybody realizes that they are scuffed and taxi shouts and it's like let's go let's go let's go but again i i still think they fell into the trope where like this is the worst thing in the world when in reality 
It's not. You all just move away uh, from the spot where it's ringing. You know, once mm. you're outside, you could easily just, <clears throat> sorry, you could easily just go off to one side and you'd get that cover mm. back again. It's like, once you're so their panic's kind of set in by this point, hasn't it? And, and yeah. even uh, Takagi calls out Takashi. She's like, why did you shout? Now they know where you are. Yeah. And, like everyone's now sprinting. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, she was on panicking. the right, on my wavelength. Like, just, just chill. Like, it's one noise. Just move yeah. out of the way. One big noise. Leave that guy to die. <laughs> he can move too. Like, he's got his own legs. I mean, all he's, he's got like this big pole thing. Why doesn't he just, if, if he'd thrown it to make an even bigger noise oh, against exactly. the lockers to the side. Yeah. Then maybe, I mean, all the zombies are still coming in towards that entrance, but you can just back up on yourself and just go around another way. Yeah. But again, adrenaline and panic, I suppose. I guess. Uh, kicks. I think the show does a really good job, all th- especially in that first episode, I think, of showing just how bad things can get when you panic and when, like, mm. you don't understand what's happening. There's so many really quiet and really pronounced moments of just people being the worst ever or just having complete breakdowns over the fact that they can see what's happening. The, yeah. the two girls running together. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's another really good, funny bit. Yeah. Um, oh. I mean, it ends badly with the panty shop, but, um, that whole bit. <laughs> We're going to be best friends forever. Yeah. Nothing can take us apart. Get off me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> just kicked her down the stairs. It's so brutal. Yeah. Like, so desperate oh my God. and just like, I, 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 I don't care anymore. I just want to survive. I just want to live. Yep. Um, she's like, she's all for teamwork until suddenly. You're you you're a threat to me being alive. Goodbye. Yeah, I mean the 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 main fat teacher, the fat oh the one that thinks he's in a dream. <laughs> yep, and decides to take a uh, a long walk off a short plank. Yes, oh, and it doesn't cut away. It doesn't cut away. No, and we <laughs> he lands head down, um, and head goes oh. hop. Um, like it reminds me of. Uh, Uni Tyson <laughs> when with, with the head smash. Um, yes. Very graphic. How did you get a grip? I mean, there is a lot of blood in this from the word go. A lot of. There's a lot of blood in this. Red there, blood. Um, yes. Like uh, when Hisachi. We've mentioned it before. Vomiting. I get quite squeamish when it comes to <laughs> like blood in real life, typically. <laughs> I think. And there were moments of this where I'm like, oh, that's a, that's a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i think if it's animated i'm not as bothered what gets me more is like those bits like in juni tyson where you see like an eyeball pop out oh. or like yeah. uh a, like there's like a very specific like cut of something happening whereas a lot of the violence and gore here tends to be like big exaggerated splash yeah. of blood and then like a neck snapping sound or like a zombie landing kind of roughly yeah what was your most graphic or most gruesome kill of the uh, oh I, of the three episodes. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I can't think of the top. Of it. Have you got one in mind? You've clearly got one in mind. I do. Let me just. But while you're thinking of that, there's Hisachi, the the dude, the best friend that dies. Um, mm. He's he's a re- he's probably. Uh, I don't know why they got rid of him. Really, I guess it was just a sort of like. Uh, this is the brutal setting yeah. we need to just but why the hell doesn't he get his own weapon he makes sure that his two friends have weapons and he's like oh i know karate and i know i know that they don't 
know the threat, really. They don't know that, you know, it only takes getting bitten. You know, we mm. all know the zombies. It's like, oh shit, he's going to die. Like he's, he's, he's not got, he thinks karate's going to do. He's going to go hand to hand with a zombie, which never ends well. No. But even if you do know karate, a weapon's not going to hinder that. Like just take a bat as well. Take something sharp. Yeah. Just, he, but he's like, nah. Karate, karate has like karate uses weapon weapons. styles yeah. within it. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> he's talking out of his ass. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah. go on. Have you found your uh, most gruesome? I have found death. Go on. my most gruesome kill. It's the bit where uh, Takagi um, gets cornered against the trophy case, and in oh, the last the, ditch to try the and polisher. Uh, Is it a statue polisher? The, I'm not sure what she uses. The, the statue polisher. It's a drill. It's one of the drills from the uh, tech room oh, yeah, that they is. take with them. Yeah, you're right. And yeah, she just like. That, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she just smashes it into this zombie's face and, and just it holds, there, holds the trigger it there, down. Yeah. Um, oh, and just as the other group finds her as well, so they like they walk around the corner of this horrific scene of her just like, yeah, screaming and crying. Um, can we just do a quick shout out to London because they're maintaining order? Go on, the Brits, like everyone else, is- Un- unlike in real life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the commentary, <laughs> the TV commentary on the pandemic. Um, and the description like, of everything. Oh my god! It's like, oh, uh, this is a little too close to home. Mid coronavirus, a bit fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, uh, we, it was interesting, but yeah, um, they talk about how uh, America's like the president's basically given up, and that they're considering using nukes already. Yeah. Uh, they said, I think Berlin had been like burnt to the ground. Moscow was out, and Beijing was uh, a sea of flames. And they were like, but London has uh, maintained order. <laughs> <laughs> with a cup of tea and like, uh, cucumber sandwiches. Wait for this. Ho- head off to the Winchester, yes. get a pint, wait for this whole thing to blow over. Exactly, yeah. That's how we do it. Uh, we we have Shaun of the Dead. That's why Britain was so in control. They they knew, head to the pub, just wait. Yeah, exactly. We we were way ahead of this. Um, it was interesting, I think, in the, um, in the sub, because that news report uh, was delivered in English and then somebody then translated over the top of it in Japanese. And the English was actually surprisingly good. It sounded like they actually had a native speaker uh, speaking the news report and then somebody else talking over it, which is rare because usually you get some... It's whichever intern took the most English in high school <laughs> then has to try and do English in the sub. But no, I, I was... I speaks to the level of polish that the production has. Yeah, let's speak about that a little bit because um what something I also learned um death note. Yeah. What about death note? Um uh, produced by the same guy? Uh animated by the oh, same Oh, Madhouse. Um yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? Is this uh I'm pretty sure. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. I'm fairly confident Madhouse does uh death note as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. in my yeah, in my research it was that was one of the, not my research. I didn't fucking like do loads of research, but when I searched for it, that was one of the things that kept coming up. It was like, um, by the make, by the producers of Death Note or whatever. So obviously they were latching onto that. And there was like, mm. there was certain scenes that I got massive Death Note vibes over. So like, there's a bit when he, when, um, what's his name? Uh, Tega- Takashi. Tegashi, yeah, Takashi. Um, I think it's when he actually kills, um, when he kills his his best mate or his friend, um, yeah. and it pans up the side of the building, it pans up the side of the building yes. and has that really sort of like 
uh, yeah, I don't, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. It, it, it reminded me of Death Note, that sort of like zooming in, very fast paced camera angle, the way it sort of. There was a lot of really good. Uh, when the chalk dropped and things like, like that. Yes. Yeah. Like the, the, the directing in general. Let's yeah. talk about that because the, um, I'm butchering what I'm trying to say, but you get, you get my point. It reminded, there was a lot of good direction in here that reminded me of like Death Note and things like that. Yeah, and that will be because, as I've just found through my furious Googling, mm. uh, it was the same director yes. who directed Death Note and uh, yes. High School of the Dead. Um, he also directed uh, Attack on Titan ah. uh, as well. And I think you can feel a lot of those influences in the way that he stages his shots. He, he's a big fan of sweeping camera angles. So we get all these really dynamic... Uh, the camera is spinning around the characters as they're running and fighting. We get these really... And I think this is something that's really stuck out to me on the rewatch is all those establishing shots of like the sacra trees and the big tall electricity pylons all yes. shot again from those really like Dutch angles from down low and interesting visual points. There's a really good shot, I think towards the end of episode two where the camera um is just looking over this completely normal high school bike rack. But then in the background, you can just see blur, like out of, like out of focus in an anime. What? How do you do that? That's wizards. <laughs> um, these zombies walking around and then there's corpses on the floor as well. And it's those, and he, he's not afraid to let the action breathe yeah, for a, yeah. a bit of time. So we talked about the drill bit with, uh, Takagi. And after that, instead of just like ending the episode or moving on to the next part, they allow the time for her to have this breakdown and to cry. And, and there's no like dialogue there. It's just her crying. Yeah. And, and all the while you've got the blood smears on the wall and things like that, that sort of add to that. They don't sort of focus entirely on just character in the middle, middle of the shot. A lot of the time it, you mm. can see these wider images of the world and it sort of makes it feel more real and things. Um, yeah, no, mm. I really enjoyed the direction of this. Um, the shaky cameras and things. It was just, uh, oh, yeah, like that, that, you see- that orange glow of the twilight that kind of started to take over every se- every scene. And you've got these really warm, what should be kind of happy or romantic colors against all of this death and violence. And it's just, you mentioned the pylon scene. That reminds me very much of the end of Death Note, like that when mm. everything sort of comes to a close. Um, yeah, very, very, very good. Very, very well done. Kudos. Kudos, kudos. Yeah. I mean, it clearly worked enough for him if he's going on to direct Attack on Titan. Like, yeah, that's good stuff. That's a good progression. Um, um we haven't talked about the ED. Ah, yes. What did you think to it? <laughs> um, right. What did I say for the ED? Um, we see, uh, Takashi has a harem. Oh yeah, it is. Uh, it is the beginning of uh, Takeshi's harem uh, with his photo of all the girls just around him, I, and poor Hirano cut off. It, yeah, it's. It feels like um, there's there's a basically it's a it's just a a zooming out shot of a war, a memorial wall. I, I imagine of like all the high schoolers. Yeah. Um, so maybe they're all dead. Maybe it, I don't know how it ends. It, it, that might be my prediction that everyone dies. And this is sort of like after the, af, an aftermath shot of, um, all, all the photos well, of the dead. Tying into that as well, at the end of every episode, uh, anybody, any kind of voiced character that we see die, uh, has their photo added to the wall. Really? With like, uh, 
yeah, so I, I thought this at the first time because I was like, this is a bit barren. Like I, I uh, kept my attention up for the second ED and um, the kid who Psycho kills in the office is there mm-hmm. and we see when they get on the, the you know, the couple that when they get on the bus and the guy who gets eaten and the girl who runs back for him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. photo get a photo gets added in the third episode of those two hanging out, I think like at the mall or something. Oh, well, that makes it much more interesting. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, I did sort of, I was a bit annoyed that there was still sketchy, etchy on that. Like, even in those photos. Ray yes. from the back with a lying down with yeah. a bra off. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you can't, again, you can't escape it. it. It's in every aspect of the <laughs> of the show. Yeah, but just chill. Like, we get it. You like hentai, but just come on. <laughs> he likes the big anime titties. I, I, I really want to meet the animators. The guy, I, w- I want to, I want, I want to hear them justify it. Like, I just want to hear them explain how this is like the horny boys will buy our products. Yeah, but how they, how they feel, um, their life is fulfilled by creating all this sketchy etchy for horny twelve-year-old <laughs> boys. It's ah, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. Well, what it is. it's it's funny you mentioned that because um, I looked up the the two authors. Um, the, well, the author and the illustrator, and the illustrator actually does have uh, an old pen name that he used to go under, where he would draw doshinji, which are like fan comics of various series, where he would draw f- characters from those series as hentai. <laughs> nice, nice. I'm sure. Got to have a start somewhere, sure. and quite a lot of mangaka and illustrators start in porn, and then grab a writer friend and then off they go they're mainstream i'm sure their mothers are proud <laughs> uh, th- look mom i didn't do smut this time <laughs> well there's some there's some there's some okay i didn't do as much smut this time all right chill what do you want from me i'm not jesus um anyway <laughs> the song i actually don't mind i like the song the song's all right um as far as like yeah, chill good. out nice, music nice pop yeah it's mm. good um right so are we ready to move on? Do you think we should move on to the questions, Sam? Uh, have you got any, do you have odds, any odds and ends? Yeah, odds, let's do the old odds and ends. Um, oh, I like that Hirano was straight up about to shoot the blonde guy for even like considering to disrespect Takashi uh, on the bus. Like uh, the blonde guy starts saying, I've, I've got a problem with you, Takashi. Oh, yeah. And he goes to move towards him, and Hirano lifts the gun to point it at him before Takagi tells her to tells like taps him to put it down. All right, I'm like, Whoa. they've like really. You're not wrong with that school I shooting, uh, like <laughs> premonition. No, uh, he's been waiting. Yeah. Um, oh, the bus flip! I adore how contrived the bus flip is so they get off the they get off the minibus and they go outside and happen to stand just in front of this tunnel and a fucking bus hits something flips over bursts into flames and manages to land just perfectly so that they can't squeeze around it to like separate off uh, Takashi and Ray from the rest of the group and I just think it's it's just the most perfect contrived yeah. rubbish reason but also a great excuse to just flex some like spectacle yeah so here's a cool exploding bus and now we've managed to move the plot in two different directions it's like you would never it's too convenient 
I, but I did enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very convenient and it's it's annoying that they don't even acknowledge how convenient it is. I think it'd be really good for a, a, a fourth wall break there or something. Just just sort of like, huh. Man, it's crazy how that landed just yeah, yeah. Like, completely like parallel to this thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, th- that's just our look, isn't it? Um, <laughs> God. And the cool guys everything. don't look at explosions um, running down the, the corridor. There's, there's one little bit that uh, jumps out in my mind of when the very first moment when um, Takashi slaps the shit out of uh, Ray. Oh, <laughs> just, she's just like, are you questioning me for just, yeah. no, no, no time. And for nobody this says anything. The teacher just doesn't say a thing and just lets him leave. And it doesn't. It's, it, to be fair, it seems though, really out of character. Like the, the more we learn about him later on, he seems quite calm and collective, but he's just very much like, no, boom. This is it. Yeah. At the minute, I've I got that ties into his like needing to take that like very quick action, and she was clearly about to start spouting some rubbish, and he's like, "You're gonna die if we stay here." Bang. Yeah. I'm serious. Let's go. The, I still think what, you should have apologized though. Yeah. What reminded me of that um, is that on on our Discord thing, I'm, I've just got a picture of volleyball spike just about to slam and i'm just thinking, about to slam a ball yeah. down you're like, oh yeah that's what takashi did to raise face yes, exactly face his ball nice spike <laughs> uh, okay. uh my last odd and end yeah and it's another moment of humor that i think the show completely nails yeah. um we see a car driving away from like a lawson or a 7-eleven and there's just this guy working in this conveni just completely seemingly shell-shocked and there's a zombie walking towards the door and the the boss just flattens this zombie just like completely out of nowhere so that made me laugh because of the the sudden violence and then the more that i thought about it the fact that the blooming convenience store is still open yeah and there's just a guy (laughs) getting paid minimum wage like just chilling there just it's so funny yeah yeah no that's good that's good um Again, Shaun of the Dead stuff, isn't it, really? It's like Shaun just working. Dark comedy. Yeah, it's good. All right. Um, let's move on to the three big questions. <laughs> okay, so. Concept. Ah, Concept and execution. Great stuff. Yeah. Zombies in a high school, anime exaggeration. It's done remarkably well. Um, like we, we talked about earlier, the director does an excellent job of portraying this world and making it feel harrowing yet beautiful. The action sequences are slick. The music, the sex appeal, it's all presented at the kind of the highest quality you can get for a TV anime. Mm. So from a purely technical aspect, it is, an, it is like, I feel this is the anime equivalent of like a B-movie horror that you'd see in like the late 90s, early 2000s. And I think in that regard, it sticks the landing in terms of the execution of that concept. Cool. What about you? Oh, I think it nails it. I think um, I I was really excited to go into this because it's it's so, you know, culturally, it's just like, it's a horror, it's a zombie horror movie. Like there's a, Mm. a million and one. And to see an anime version, I thought, oh, this this will be interesting. So uh yeah really excited to go into it and it it just like you say the direction it just did a really good job i think um i yeah 
I, I, I just... Yeah, let's move on to the next question. <laughs> so, Will, was there anything that you thought was maybe a uh, a major turn-off in this show? Um, I didn't like the zombies. <laughs> oh, well, I see. Yeah. Well, good, good, good. Uh, that it? Yeah, that's that, a, that all that's the things? It. Awesome. No. Right, let's move on to our final... <laughs> no, these, the zombies were cool. I thought everything was really well done. The... The the sketchy etchy, it just was so in your face, and every mm. other orifice. Like it just, I don't, I don't <laughs> like why. I, I don't know, Sam. Why? Why? Why do they do it? It hurts. It's yeah. I it's, I, it, I know we we talk about it too much. You know, we we always go into like cultural differences, but this is just too much, too porny. It, it it just to me it makes me it it made me feel seedy watching it. It made me feel uncomfortable. It made me feel like a dirty yeah. old man, sort of like oh yeah, look at the, <laughs> look at those high school, you know, knickers <laughs> like uh, knickers. Is <laughs> that a fucking knickers? <laughs> no, maybe you are an old man. <laughs> Put your knickerbockers away, young lady. <laughs> those ankles yeah, are oh, on the just too a, long. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think. In terms of turnoffs, yeah, we've got the you've got the gore and the blood, which I think is mm. can be like a a big one as well that we need to that uh, can be a bit of a hurdle for some people to get over. Yeah. Um, but like you said, like the, the rampant sexualized images and animation of that as well, like there's specific attention paid to the way that the breasts bounce and things like that, and I don't think that everyone's going to get on board with that. Like the same kind of stuff we said for Food Wars and Damachi, where there is this like overt sexual nature to it, but in this it's dialed up to 11. Though, and here's my caveat, right? This is, this is the hill, this is the hill that I'm choosing to die on. All right. Okay. (laughs) Here we go. So when I used to go to my mate's house, we would, we would watch horror movies Mm. and we'd always call it, okay, it's time for a bit of boobs and blood. Okay. Yeah. Because it's that, it's that grind house. There's all this gore, and then the sexy teenage cast are there with their like their boobs around, and then they've got oh no, they've been stabbed with the chest, and like right in between the boobs, and oh no, they're running around in their pants away from the the killer with the machete knife. And I think this is the equivalent, but in an animated format. And I think a hundred percent. If and, and thinking about the the way that we look at these shows and in terms of presenting that to um a complete novice to the world of anime i do not think that this could be shown to just any tom dick and harry on the street because they'd go they, suddenly everything that they feared anime would be yeah, yeah, yeah. is is this show yeah. it's violent bloody sexy however if you were trying to get somebody into this who was a big fan of those boobs and blood grindhouse style films I think for that kind of a person, mm. you could. I know that it's 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 a it's a tiny spider string of me trying to climb out of this hell, but I yeah. I think that's the that's the crux. It's there. a good point. That's the, good my point. justification. I mean, which but yeah. bringing bringing that last question into it, does it make you want to watch more? Ah. Uh. Fuck. And I think it does. Like I'm, I had to st- again to stop myself yeah. from binging the whole series today. Like I was like, I've, I've definitely got the time. <laughs> I should definitely do it, but I'm not going to. I'm going to hold off and and think about it and reflect on it. And the more that I think and reflect, 
the more that I want to see anime zombie skulls get bashed in. Yeah, I, I do want to see that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, the, do you know, it's not even the fact, though, that it's sketchy etchy, right? It's, it's the... Mm-hmm. And it's difficult, isn't it? Because you've got to sort of... You've got to draw these things and you've got to create them. It's not like you can just with, with, with actors, it's easy to just remove clothing and like show them in certain positions that because they're people, you're just like, Oh, we'll just do this and we'll film what we film. Whereas here, you've got to mm. deliberately draw nipples and deliberately I think create. There's sketchy. deliberateness with like and camera angles and stuff in those horror films as well. Like well the, the director's choosing to focus on the ass as it walks down the corridor. Yeah, it's but, it, but it's to... a lot. It's a lot easier to do because these are real people with those assets already yeah. there. You don't need to versus actually... like actually having to hand draw yeah. like the fifteen frames per second that you're doing of this show of that particular part of the body. Yeah, um, mm. and it's like when I when I went on to Funimation, the uh, the banner at the top had. Um, hot asana with her nipples prominently uh, coming off the screen, <laughs> and I just but it never shows it. It's just it's just implied that the, the poke that is there. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> I guess that is it. Too harsh to criticize that because you're you're right. In a in a real live horror movie, you would have those wet t shirts in the running running through the woods in the rain. That the scary movie mm. sort of opening. Um, 100% scary movie like one of my favourite horror movies is Cabin in the Woods which we did as like our practice run for this show and there's a moment in that where the girl takes her top off and she's like they're getting all all sexy with each other and then she gets her head cut off and it's like her top's still off (laughs) and then (laughs) but there's her head and it's like these things have and sex and violence have always been like intrinsically intertwined in terms of how we're going to shock somebody mm. and the way that you're going to sell these kind of horror stories to people is look it's it's sexy and violent and for a long time this was what people thought of when they thought about anime because in yeah, the yeah, 80s when they were bringing this over it was we're going to we're only going to get the the darkest edgiest OVAs we can from Japan because that's what our niche is going to be mm. we're going to sell this as a niche violent world of animation and Anime has done a lot of heavy lifting in the years since to try and remove that. Now more people think of anime as Naruto yeah, and yeah, yeah. of um, that shonen. We can do it. We can fight together uh, aspect. Mm. And then this is like the antithesis of that. This is harkening back to those eighties days and those like again those B movie grindhouse type films. Yeah. Um, no, that's really that isn't everybody's cup of tea at all. And I think a lot of people might, especially like older fans might feel like you, if they watch this as their first one, like, oh, that's a bit seedy. That's a bit sketchy. But is it also just just the fact that it's just the women? Like if it was the men as well, then I could sort of jump on board a little bit. But it's like, Mm. like even Food Wars had like moments of male fan service, didn't it? Mm. I think that's an issue that's definitely inherent to this show. Mm. Like, I don't think... I mean, there, there'll be w- women out there who will like this and enjoy this, um, but I think it knows from the very beginning that this wants it wants to be marketed to like older teenage boys, and that's pretty much it. So you have Takashi, who's this kind of blank slate of yeah, protagonist yeah, yeah. that they can project onto. Uh, he's cool. He makes quick decisions. He's got a baseball bat. Yeah. 
and he's surrounded easy by cosplay. these easy cosplay exactly and that's it again like there will have been hundreds of Takashi cosplays um, because it's like ease of use. And then, oh, it's an excuse that I can then get to go with other high school dead cosplayers who will be sexy ladies. And it is a hundred percent just male fantasy driven all the way throughout. Yeah. All right. Are we putting it in? I think, yes, I think I would like, I'd like, you agree? Yeah. I think so. I mean, there's so much I hate about it, but I don't want to watch more. I don't want to. I want to I see how it fully goes. prepared. I, I, I don't know whether it, it's it's sort of putting too much emphasis on this, but I love the fact that it's by Death Note, um, by the by the same director mm. as Death Note, because that show to me is still so. I've I've got it on a pedestal. I've got it so high on a pedestal mm. that I just anything coming from that man is like. It's going to be pretty decent. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Well, I, but I, I want to rewatch it. With- I, I watched a review the other day of, of Death Note and the way they were talking about it, I was just like, yeah, you're right. It's fucking awesome. You're right. It <laughs> is fucking the best thing ever. <laughs> but I think that's it. The, the director's come into this and he knows exactly what it is. It's schlocky, sexy, zombie fun. Mm. But he still went out of his way to have all of those incredibly composited shots of quiet moments and horror moments. And he focused on actually developing what the characters are thinking about and the situations they have to overcome and thinking about things in a tactical way. And I think he brings a level of that polish he had for Death Note a hundred percent into this, but he's probably also hamstrung by the source material yeah. being so sketchy, etchy, and also that's what's going to sell. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, no. All right, let's put it in. I think I think it's it's got enough there. It's it's got you gore. It's got you sexy. But then so did um, Juni Tyson and things like that. Um, they had a fair bit. Of, well, not a fair bit, but a bit, little bit of sketchy, actually. Lots of blood, and we and we still mm. pitched at the right market. It gets in the universe. Yeah, awesome. Okay, right. Well, Sam, before we wrap things up and go into slice of life, what are we watching? Next week, I can see you clicking through your tabs to figure out what 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 are uh... find my uh, find my list of yeah. destiny. What are we watching well, next week? we are we are heading up to our episode twenty nine, and for episode twenty nine, Will, I'm going to ask you, please, to check out Log Horizon. Log. L O G Horizon. Okay. Log Horizon. Mm. I won't give you anything else from that. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, the third season of it has just wrapped up, um, so I thought it would be a good time to visit the first season, see if it holds up. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll discuss that next week. And if you're not sticking around for Slice of Life, make sure you hit us up on all our socials, Instagram, uh, Twitter, um, Discord, um, other things. Um, give Sam a text if you want. And uh, we'll... <laughs> and his number. <laughs> uh, Joke's on you. The international charges will be obscene. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we'll see you all next week and um, see you in the universe. Thanks for listening, guys. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And a nice, relaxing stroll into our slice of life. What have you been up to this past week, Will? What have you been watching, reading, playing, anything at all? Ah, well, yeah, playing, yeah. I haven't actually noted down anything for today because i thought i haven't really been up to much but yeah i downloaded um 
Final Fantasy VII because that was free on <gasps> uh, PlayStation yes. and started playing the remake, right? The remake, yeah. So <laughs> mm. I have no experience with Final Fantasy. This is the first one I've ever played. I I, oh I don't know whether you told me this or someone or I read it somewhere or it was on uh, or I listened to it on a podcast or something. But I I sort of have a vague idea of what the ghosts are, and that's like a link back to the previous game, I think, isn't it? Yes, yeah. I think we did, we drunkenly discussed this uh, um, that's where I'm getting it at from. like two o'clock in the morning <laughs> sometime last year. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Yeah, see, I uh, remember things. Yeah. Drunk. Uh, who knew? Yeah. Um, I'm impressed. Right, that's a, it's a really, really good game is Final, is, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. And I think it does a good enough job of telling the initial part of Final Fantasy VII that you can just get into it um, by itself. Yeah. I think what might be beneficial is either reading up on or watching like a playthrough of the main story beats of the original just right. so you've got a bit of an idea of what of what's going on in terms of the ghosts because okay, i'm assuming yeah. that means you've met them then yeah 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 um yeah okay cool uh, yeah i might do that um I, it's the first time in a long time that i've played like um a story mode game um and of mm. this caliber like the animation is pretty damn insane oh, gorgeous it's a really really gorgeous sort oh. of aesthetic and stuff um so yeah i would let cloud tifa and Aerith do anything that they wanted to me honestly they are just yeah oh. and barrett to be fair he's a sexy dad <laughs> yeah no it's, it's pretty damn good um i also downloaded the uh, 2020 f1 game because i wanted a i've been oh. obsessed with f1 we we got um silverstone tickets last week so uh we're going oh nice we're one. going to that in the summer and then i've just been like binging uh, YouTube clips of like interviews with racers and I downloaded the game and that's really cool. And then, so I've been playing a lot of that. Um, Watched a bit of Naruto, as I said earlier, watched a bit of Naruto. Oh yeah. Um, So what happens in those ones? Have you done the bell test yet? Yes. The bell test has just finished, I think. Yeah. 1000 years of death. Yeah. (laughs) That is an actual game that Japanese school children play. Wow okay then um it's a legit thing yeah uh have i watched anything else um i don't know i feel like i've i've, I've watched some other bit oh i've been <laughs> i've been watching the first season the, the amount of things that I'm, I'm jumping around a lot here from naruto to uh the first season of 24 with keep us up yeah yeah mm. i've never i never got into it i never watched i found it. the concept to be a little bit i love it bizarre i is it good? I think it's a really cool concept. Yeah, hour by hour, real time. These these events are played in real time over the course of twenty four hours. Do we get like an extended sequence where he's like, if he gets knocked out for like three hours, and he's just lying on the floor? For <laughs> no, three I do. I, I, I often think about the writers thinking, shit, what we're we gonna? He's got to do this thing that's clearly gonna take five hours. How are we gonna? What are we gonna do in the meantime? But they have lots of cutaways so to different characters and things. You know that Simpsons episode oh. that's. Oh yeah, with the, the robot the bomb or something, the custard bomb or something. I remember. I don't remember what it was. It was like Bart had done something in the auditorium. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it reminds me a lot of that. But um, no, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's good. Um, I do. Yeah, I think the writers must struggle with that. But uh, no, it's entertaining. I was say, how many seasons did it end up running for? I honestly don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm nearly finished. Season I feel like it one. gets a bit more contrived after like. Probably. That amount of time, right? <laughs> yeah, you'd think so. It's always him. <laughs> he starts every episode, and this is the wor- the longest day of my life, or the worst day of my life. It's like... Uh, the worst day of your life so, so far. far. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
Spin the positives. Um, yeah. What about you, Sam? What have you been up to this week? Oh, well, 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 well. The new spring anime season has started in earnest. and I've picked up a bunch of new shows. I was quite sad because quite a few of my favourites have now ended. Uh, Skate the Infinity was one of my personal highlights this season. All right. Um, and that's now done. Jujutsu Kaisen is now finished. Uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime is finished. Attack on Titan uh, final season ended, but also got confirmation that it's continuing winter next year. So I thought that was the last ever man. one. Yeah, well, that's what they said, oh, but the, the production schedule at Mappa was awful, so I'm not surprised that they stopped at 16. Um, but we're going to get the final season next uh, winter. The final chapter of the manga actually comes out uh, in the next four days. All oh, right, so, the, not so, so they're not... Right, I, I thought they were, like, deciding not to finish it and then just carrying on making it. But they're not doing that. They've just no, delayed they've, the release. They've taken, like, a mid-season break, right. uh, similar to what they did with season three. Um, okay. and they've, they've split it basically so that the animators don't kill themselves. Uh, and I've taken on some new shows. So I picked up, um, Shaman King. Uh, they've rebooted it and, uh, they're doing it in brand new animation style with new, uh, they're telling the whole story of the, of the anime, uh, of the manga. Sorry. Um, I've also picked up, uh, SSSS Dina Zenon. A sequel to SSSS Gridman, which was one of my favorite shows from 2018. Uh, Godzilla has an anime this season called Godzilla Singular Point, which seems interesting so far. Uh, Megalobox got a sequel called Megalobox 2 Nomad, which is so far looking to be one of the anime of the season in terms of like its directing style and like the, just the sheer depth of despair <laughs> that it is eliciting in me. Uh, My Hero Academia season five has just come out. And I've also picked up a brand new show called Odd Taxi, which I thought was going to be a show about cute animals doing cute things and in a taxi and like having funny stories. But it's actually super dark and maybe really creepy. It's got these really sinister undertones for what is a really cute character show. So we'll see where that goes. And that's basically been me all week. Oh, no, I did. Also, I binged all of Beastars season two. Oh, nice. Uh because that came out um when did that come out and it's it's currently in netflix jail so i uh, might have had to yo ho ho and a bottle of rum it mm. but um it's good um i have some opinions about how it ends <laughs> oh but i think overall it was it was a very compelling watch i watched it all in one sitting so nice. yeah it kept me hooked and that's about it for me awesome um cool well i think that pretty much wraps things up obviously we've done all the plugs and everything so we will see you guys next week if if you want to stick around and um yeah we'll see you in the universe yeah. bye have a wonderful time <laughs> <laughs>